Hi, welcome to Bards of New York, an actual play D&D podcast. You're about to listen to our session zero. We want to thank you so much for your support and for you downloading this podcast. Um, and we hope that you like it. And if you do, if you could follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, that would be a big help. Tell a friend, spread some love. We love you. Okay. Now to start the podcast. All right. So hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Woody Minshew, and welcome to Bards of New York. Uh, we are a live action D&D Twitch stream. Uh, we also will be implementing this on YouTube and podcasts in the future as well, but we are starting here on Twitch. Uh, for those of you who do not know what D&D is or only just kind of heard about it from Stranger Things or any kind of social media or anything like that, um, it is a live action role playing game where uh, friends either meet now in 20, 2021 and 2020 or on Zoom or around a table and they go on adventures. And it's usually, I like to compare it to when you're a kid and you're playing with your action figures or your Barbies or your Legos or whatever you played with. And they would go on little adventures and do things and they'd all talk to each other. It's like that, but a few more rules. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's the same, same damn thing. So, uh, we today, we are not actually starting the stream, the campaign proper. We are doing a what's called a session zero. Uh, session zero is a common thing, and it's usually not the most entertaining thing, but it's important. I think it's important to educate people about D&D who want to know. And I think it's an important part of uh, any kind of D&D group to have. So when you start a campaign, a session zero is when you sit down together and you talk about what do you want out of the campaign? Like first introduce yourselves, introduce the characters you're gonna play and just say, hey, this is what I want about the campaign. This is what I like playing in D&D. Like for example, like I had people who like, I like combat more. I wanna do like really complicated puzzles. I wanna do a bunch of like role play and political intrigue or hey, I wanna just basically be a cook and like hunt for ingredients and like make food every night at camp, something like that. whatever they're into, it kind of gives me the um, dungeon master or game master kind of the idea of what they're interested in and the campaign that I can better serve them with. Um, Now, these are all of my friends. Uh, I've known all these people for a number of years. My sister, Hannah, uh, I've known her my my whole life. Uh, So I kind of know how they play, but we're doing this just to kind of show and also if you watch the beginning of the stream, we had technical difficulties. We're also learning for ourselves. So these are all the bards right here. We are missing one bard at the moment. Uh, will, he will be here when he gets off of work and we'll just go to a quick a quick break, potty break. We'll get him in and we'll start right back up. Uh, so as I said, I am Woody Minshew. I am the dungeon master. I started playing D&D back in 2011, I wanna say. So like basically 10 years. And I basically I started playing and I couldn't stop and I just quickly uh, my like turned into a DM because nobody else knew how to DM so I picked up books I learned and I've been playing ever since and I make my friends all play with me so wherever I go so uh, I'm gonna go around the circle and all the bards just kind of introduce themselves and go over like how they discovered D and D and all that good stuff so Dan round two could you introduce yourself hello again. Although people didn't hear me before, uh, my I'm name small is... with feeling. What's more? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Dan. Um, 
I, uh, I've been playing D&D since Woody, who was my college roommate, uh, got me into it our freshman year of college, which at this point is like, I said this last time, like, like six, seven years ago, which is kind of nuts. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm super excited for this group of people uh, to get to show the world uh, the kind of D&D we like to play. We've all been playing with each other for a while, and um, it's very our antics are very fun, and and I'm excited for that. And um, yeah, I, I'm a uh, I'm a fun human. <laughs> right. So, Boy. yeah, great with words. I have a degree in acting too, so that'll do well. <laughs> um, oh, that's another thing I should have mentioned. We're all uh, stage actors. Um, we are based out of New York City. Uh, we've all done stage acting from all the way to London to national tours to upstate New York. Just Some of us have been place. in du- is it Dubai, where Will's been. I don't know. Yeah, Will's, Will's been, been all over the world. The like we're all we're all stage actors, uh, and that's kind of um, and also just like actors and creatives in general. So that's kind of our bards of New York is how we came up with the name. But now we're over to Drew. Um, could you hit us with your deets? Yo. I'm your boy Drew. Uh, uh, yeah, I I'm from Toledo, Ohio. I don't know if that matters. Um, I started playing D and D my freshman year because good old Woody was like, "Hey, um, I think you'd like this. You're a nerd." Um, so I started playing. Um, my first character was half elf magician. Holds a very very special dear place in my heart. Uh, good old Amarog. Um, but yeah, I love D and I've loved it ever since. I was very ambitious in my second year of college and decided I was gonna be a dungeon master and tried to do a couple campaigns there here and there. Um, and I love it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, and then just, I'm just going on like my screen, and Kyle's below me on my screen. So Kyle. Uh, hi, my name is Kyle. Um, I, I've been playing D&D for a few years now. I also was indoctrinated into the, this religion uh, through the good teachings of Woody Minshew. Um, it has been such a positive part of my life for the past couple of years. Um, and I think that it's, it's a great way for uh, friends to get together, a great way to tell stories, and it's just, uh, it's what the world needs. Um, I think if everybody played D&D, we'd be a little bit better place. That's not wrong. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm just looking up at our, our, our notes, and oh, wait, I'm sorry. I was going to say, you're going to let your sister <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you let your sister talk? <laughs> Hey, oh, I thought Hannah. you were doing that on purpose. I kind of no, did too. Not, not at all. Like, not at all. I'm just nervous. So <laughs> Hannah, gonna do it for go, anyone. Over to, <laughs> go over to you. I'm so sorry. Go, Hannah, take it um, away. I'm Hannah. And <laughs> what was the, the, the questions were, get do, how did you come to D&D? Yeah, just like, how, like, how'd you discover D&D? What does it mean to you? Introduce yourself. Um, so... I did not discover D&D through Woody Minshew. We kind of discovered it together. Um, there you go. I was 15, I think. Um, and we were doing summer work up in the middle of nowhere. 
and there was nothing to do all day. And so our friend who we were working with uh, introduced us to D&D and it was all I could think about for the whole summer. And I've never stopped solely thinking about Dungeons and Dragons. I could talk about it all day and never get bored. Um, so that's how I came to it. And D&D, it is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And um, I think it serves different purposes for different people. And it serves you differently depending on the time. Like, I know that D&D served me in a different way than it does now, especially because of COVID. Um, right now, I think D&D is giving me this ability to feel capable and I, I don't, powerful might be the right word, but just like that I have like control over something in my life and, and I could slay the, the bad guys and I don't know. And, and there's a lot of other reasons I love D&D, but that's the, the one that comes to mind right now. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. So I'll just echo like we all love D and D. It means a lot to us. Uh, and also, I don't want to like bring like the twenty twenties like like slump into this. But like in in this world right now, it's kind of a nice escape from so much going on and um, or a place even to uh, unpack what you're feeling in the real world. It's a a safe place to be creative, be yourself, and be have fun and be nerdy and have a good time. Uh, so just kind of explain for those of you who don't know D&D, &D, uh, it is a very simple thing. Uh, just how it goes is the DM will describe a situation and then the players will then say what they want to do. There'll be some dice rolling involved if they, and then depending on the outcome of the dice rolling, that will the DM will decide if they succeed or fail. And then it's basically just a rinse repeat over and over again of that process. Uh, with maybe some character voices, some fart jokes thrown in throughout. And uh, so that's kind of how D&D works. Uh, now, I'm just looking at our our itinerary, and we're going to do, let's introduce our who we're playing. Uh, again, uh, so I just asked, like, tell us, like, your person's name, their parentage, or if you want to be a little slot, or their, their, uh, their species or race, however you want to say it. Uh, if you want to be like secretive about it to my players, that's more than you're more than welcome to. Uh, and then also your character's pronouns, and uh, yeah, kind of like what they're good at, what their skills are. Uh, if you want to like talk about classes or just kind of like what they like to do, and maybe a fun fact about a character. Uh, so let's kind of go, kind of let's go the opposite direction. So starting with Hannah, could you introduce your character? Yes. Okay. So um, my character's name is Lilith. Um, she is a moon elf. Um, she, her pronouns are she and her and hers. Um, I'm trying to think of the other question. Let me pull them up, folks. I apologize. Um, she is very good. She likes to think she's very good at the piano or not the piano, the violin. Sorry, I have a dog that's distracting me down here. Um, the the violin and she's really good at being sneaky. Um, 
and she's from Revan, which I guess Woody will will let us know about Revan, yeah. which right before the stream we were kind of talking that we might all have connections there. Uh, did I cover everything? I'm sorry. You, yeah, I think you, you covered it. Yeah, um, and we can always come back to it. It's it's chill. Uh, all right, now to Kyle. Okie doke. Um, my character's name is so first it, to explain my character's name because it will sound a little odd. My character is a Tabaxi, um, and they have a little bit of a different uh, naming uh, tradition than us humans. Um, his name is Ember of a Forgotten Fire. Um, he is, but he goes by Ember. Um, it's just, it's the thing that Tabaxi do with like, yeah, they're, they're cats. They're, they're cat humanoid peoples. That's so cool. Um, he is fairly selfish. Um, a little unmotivated sometimes. Uh, and, but, but also quite, uh, personable, charismatic, um, and really, really is looking forward to uh, making some, making some coinage off of these journeys. So cool, cool. All right. Uh, Drew, could you introduce your character? Heck yeah. All right. So my character is Ryujin Baltimiri. Um and he is from the city of Revan. He is a human male. Uh, he has he has no idea who his parents are. He is an orphan. Um, he, what am I missing? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I listen to everyone do it, and then I can't. <laughs> um, um, you don't know who his parents are. Uh like pronouns. his skills pronoun oh yeah pronouns oh yeah yeah his his pronouns are he him his um oh same i forgot that what's uh ember's pronouns kyle he him his they gotcha um all right anything else you'd like to fun facts drew uh i think i think that's it that's uh oh sorry he is. Uh, he was. He was orphaned and raised by scholars, and he is very, very curious and explorative. That's what I'll put up there. So, I love it. Um, and then over to Dan. Yes. Oh, uh, my character's name is uh, Leonidas Goldspear the um, second, and he is a Leonin fighter. Uh, which for those of you that don't know, a Leonin is like really just a massive lion uh, that's uh, also human-esque. So it's like half human, half lion, um, more lion than human. Uh, and uh, yes, we do have two cats in the in the party. I'm reading the chat. Uh, and oh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do, I didn't even think about that. Um, Y'all are a bunch of furries. Uh, he uh, his pronouns are he him his and um, he's a very uh, I think I think the definition of like a gentle giant he 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 spent a lot of his time uh, he's gone through a lot of different things in his life and he's been taken away from people that were important to him and 
uh, met some very important people in his life, uh, which you, the viewer, will learn, uh, and I will too. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, yeah, I would say I would say he, currently where we're going to start this, uh, he's in an interesting spot in his life, um, and I'm very excited to see what happens with him because he yeah you will just you'll have to see but some crazy things have happened to him already and we haven't even started it oh boy so um um and i'll be playing every other character there's a motorcycle outside my window uh who the motorcycle yeah, we live in new york playing. yeah we live in new york so you're gonna get some city sounds from us every once in a while so it happens uh but I'll be playing every other character they run into, have it be the bartender that they go and they talk to to get some information from, or the big bad evil villain that they're working to fight against. Uh, coincidentally, going to be the same person. Uh, it's a bad <gasps> joke. Um, oh, I was ready. <laughs> so um, my pronoun just says, as Woody is he, him, his. Um, and the next thing, this is, and this kind of we're entering now more of the discussion phase. So. Everybody, if you guys just want to like, we can talk amongst ourselves. Um, just, just we're all just a bunch of friends here. Uh, so allegedly, my allegedly, uh, I want to ask like, like, what do you want out of this campaign? As as your character, as you as a person, uh, what do you? What are your goals in this campaign? Like, what is, um, what do you want to get out of it? Um, I'll start, and. When I um, do a campaign, I want to give my players a um, vibrant world where it's like they're reading a book that they love. They just want to keep turning the page, and every page they turn is a new adventure, a new mystery around the corner. And then if they ever get to the end of the book, they want to savor it um, and or just pick up the next book in the series. So I want everybody to feel free to explore, to say, hey, what city are we in? I'm like, oh, is there like... Uh, uh, some fishermen that I can go to just fish with for a bit. Yes, like I'm, I'm very much the the DM where it's like I'll follow you guys and I'll just if I need to just kind of like off the dome, I'm happy to do that. Uh, so I really want to give you guys just I want kind of want to take a step back and let you guys really take um, responsibility and ownership of what your characters want to go do and where they want to be. Um, of course, I will have plans of campaigns and stuff happening behind the scenes, but. If you guys are like, now nah, we want to go and like be pirates. That's great. I love that. Uh, so whatever you guys or just like, we want to open a bar and like be business people. That's great too. Like whatever you guys want to do, I want to give them to you and let you explore your characters and what they want to do. Uh, I believe. Oh, and also just, I want to make you laugh. I want to like make you guys have a good time and, so it's gonna be very silly. It's like my camp, my worlds are kind of like a nice blend of silly and uh, serious, depending on the situation. Um, so that's how I feel. Uh, who wants to start if they want to like talk more about it in the group? Do we need to go in turns, or can we just like have a convo? Have a convo. Whatever. Whatever works. Yeah, especially considering if we all go in turns, we're probably going to say the same thing yeah. Yeah. most of the time because we are all we've all played together for a, a while now. Um, mm -hmm. I know personally, I I've really been looking forward to this and I just I would like 
to have fun. Um, I do think that this is a is like for us during these times, it's a great uh, performance venue. Um, but at the same time, I I enjoy like screen I'm looking at right now is just my friends on Zoom. So um, I, I I just really want to have fun. I want to get into it. I want to tell a story. Um, Yeah. I think for specifics out of like D&D, because um, I agree with everything you said, Kyle, is Thanks. I love the the character aspect and the role play aspect. Um, I cannot get enough of like the player characters and the characters that the DM creates. I want to know everything about them. I want to know their favorite color. I want to know their childhood fears. Like I, I just want to explore every facet of every person's character and like backstory. And um, hopefully it is a, like a fulfilling one for each and every one of us, but don't get me wrong. I love fighting. I love combat. Um, but I don't know. I, the, the reason I come to D and D is because I like storytelling. And so I feel like a lot of the story is in the role play. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I definitely think I'm, you know, I, I kind of to bounce off what you, you said, Hannah, I, I, I think when I first started D&D, as with a lot of people that, that don't super know how the mechanics of the game works, the one thing that you kind of a lot of times do know is you're kind of like, oh, fighting is a, is a cool thing that always gets to happen. And um, I assume we will fight things in this campaign. Um, if we're going to be pirates and uh so uh yeah but but i i'm so excited for this campaign because i'm i'm committing myself to um because i know i know even in campaigns we we all play now i sometimes will like not remember every single little thing that goes on and what have you but i'm excited for this character to kind of like know what's going on and always and and know like everything and be the person that kind of or attempt to be the person that kind of knows things and uh i'm excited i'm i'm, I'm excited to just like I, I also with hannah like just dive right into this character this character is just i'm excited for him He's would a, you say that leonidas is a bit of a zaddy no i wouldn't say that he's a zaddy i would say that <laughs> you can if you want do you, do you say... like simba I do like, like if, uh, if you, Did you watch Damn. The Lion King and go like, mm. My child. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a scale from uh, from Mufasa mm -hmm. to... Um, Aslan. Oh, Aslan. 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 Like, <laughs> like, where do you... What, what, what lion character in, in cinema, pop culture, do you align with? Uh, or uh, the Cowardly Lion from uh, Wizard, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely I'm trying to think of obscure. I definitely resonate with Alex the Lion from Madagascar. Hell yeah. Dude, <laughs> all right. Um, but 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 the uh uh but the um but not the, but but more but more like 
angry. <laughs> and less... Alex the Lion in that movie, if we want to talk about Madagascar, uh, Alex the Ma- Lion in that movie uh, is, is more happy, and he's with some happy-go-lucky people. Also, he's a cartoon. Uh, um, I don't think Leonidas is, is always happy. But he, he, he has people in his life that make him happy, but I, I, I don't I don't know if he's so I think from a from a from a a, a regal standpoint he's definitely more for, towards Mufasa, but from a from a who he is he's he's an Alex from Madagascar. I really love that we asked these questions. <laughs> these are the it was a beautiful questions. answer. <laughs> day one question. It was a beautiful answer. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Drew, do you um, have anything to contribute for the? Oh, yeah, yeah. What what does um, <laughs> Ryujin want? Do you have out anything to contribute, Drew? <laughs> what is um, I yeah yeah. So personally, I also really really love character and backstory. I love, like, I remember, <laughs> I remember my first campaign. I wrote like four different backstories for my one character, and was like, "This is it. Um, let me put these all together, and this is a full book." Um, but yeah, I'm so obsessed. I love, I love character psychosis. I just love getting into the minds of them. So I think that's something I want to explore, which is why I chose uh, a, a backstory that wasn't so filled with turmoil. I wanted my character to develop more based on the experiences he had in this campaign. So I wanted him to, I wanted to delve into that character and let him develop with what he went through. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. All right. Um, awesome. Well, I mean, if we had Will here, I'm sure he'd have a, had a lot to add, and he will when he yeah, gets right. here. Uh, Can we guess? Can we guess what Will wants? I mean, that's if if I mean, if you guys guess, want to, we'll, if you um, want to put hmm. Will on blast. Okay, we're gonna guess, yes, and then we'll on. all find out together. Well, I'm, I would like. I'm William Champion, and um, <laughs> and uh, I'd like. Uh, I'd really like. Uh, ooh. Oh, hey, we're being raided. Holy moly. Welcome to day one of our stream. I'm William Chapman. Hello, hello, everyone that's come here. Um, Thank you for, holy crap. Uh, Hello, everyone. That's crazy. Uh, It's a, it's a, it says Thorvale Raid. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, everyone that's coming. Hello. Welcome, Welcome everybody. Howdy. this is our uh, we were just about to do an impression campaign. we were just we about were to just do an impression of our uh, friend who is not here yet <laughs> all right you ready this is mine this is more of like a i'm gonna read his his ass my name is will champion and uh i like to be an edgelord and um also i'm a big squishy softy on the inside and uh i like to pretend that i'm really badass in the uh combat uh, realm of things, but really, I I just fuck it up every single time. <laughs> Amazing, that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I fight for right. justice. Justice. Um, justice. I think I, I'll point out just like we, we are all actors, and um, so when we do like, of course, like we're all so intrigued with the psychosis of each character, and like getting to know them as as your character. And I, I just want to point out that I'm tangent where my mind went to. Uh, it's 
kind of what came like we were just all like all theaters were closed down a lot of us lost jobs that we were going to do because of the um the menace uh donald trump donald trump no one has ever called COVID the menace (laughs) um like and so we're like we all had an an itch to scratch to like uh perform and act and we were just i don't know we were i think we were playing like video games one day all together just like online and kyle had this brain blast and uh if you've seen that uh that charlie day uh meme of him looking at the uh like a board that's filled with a bunch of red lines and like freaking out like that that was me i was like (laughs) we should do this yeah and so it kind of was born from that and then now this is kind of what it's this and a couple other things what it's culminating into so we're super stoked um and it's uh yeah just a bunch of actors who want to play pretend uh okay well um i'm gonna put the reading will champion on hold for a second because it's gonna happen a lot uh i want to move to if we're we're all cool moving on to the next thing or we have anything else we'd like to add about okay so now we're gonna get into like rules like our, our house rules and stream rules um of the campaign our stream rules is everybody in the chat uh in any kind of forums that are that will be created or any kind of discussion about it be respectful um we don't tolerate any kind of hate speech of any type towards transphobia homophobia racism uh the whole gambit like none of that i'm just gonna lay down the law uh it is um we just want to like we we denounce any sort of form of hate speech so keep that out of here please uh but really like the our three big rules is respect each other um and then for the players like you guys know my rules like respect each other and respect their characters uh my second rule is invest just like invest in each other's stories invest in your own story like that's when i find dnd really pays off is when you're like oh leonidas has this going on i want to help him um like that's the fun stuff of dnd um or or like Ryujin like has like doesn't know what he wants to do. Well, let's let's have him try some new stuff and like learn what he wants to do with his life, kind of stuff. Like like to invest in each other is when D and D like pays in dividends. I think that's the right way to say. It. I may be just saying I'm going off. Um, e minus. <laughs> um, and I'll, like have fun. Like at the end of the day, like we're all just playing pretend here um so it doesn't need to be super serious like like if it it gets too serious or too much like a joke is fine like we're here to have fun we're here to tell a story um and feel good so like and this is to my players um and also to the community i'll say this too if anything happens and you have a problem with it please reach out to us um because we don't want to um of course it is it's live so we don't always know what's going to be said or what's going to happen so we want you to please like if something's happened or something is said and you find it offensive let us know because we want we'll make adjustments and we want to be as inclusive to every single person as possible um and then for my players if anything happens or if like hey god we've been in hell for like four four weeks now playing and it sucks can we please finish this like arc in hell done um then uh that's that's an inside joke for my players uh then just talk to, like we're all going to talk about it like it's um transparency is key 
with your DM. And if you have beef, just come talk to me. Um, and if the community outside has beef, come talk to us. Cause we don't like, we all can just chat about it and find a solution. Uh, so those are my three like stream campaign rules. I have, we have like some home house rules that we can touch on afterwards, but do you guys like, like discussion open about like those few rules? Yeah, no, I would just, I would just echo what Woody has just said. Um, and I'm looking, I just want to shout out, uh, Hodet one welcome from Italy. Holy crap. Uh, I know. I have family uh, in Italy. Someone from, uh, thank you for watching us. That's so cool. Ciao. Uh, Hello. Hope, hope you're, hope you're doing okay over in Italy. Um, uh, no, I, I think, I think we're, we're very open people. Uh, I know these people very well and we're very open people and we're very like, we want to communicate with our, our chat and our stream and our, and the people that are watching us and taking time to watch us. So if, yeah, I echo what Woody has said. If you have things you want to tell us and you have things you want to even suggestions or what, what have you, we, we, we like communicating with the community. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't know if this, like this kind of has to do, this just made me think of something where um, D and D like the D and D community is a community. And so is like the Twitch community. Um, as well as like people who live in New York City. And one of my great hopes is once it's safe for everybody to be in the same room is that I, I know there's a lot of wonderful people who are watching who live in New York City who I would love to play with on here and showcase their art or whatever talent they have um, and also their incredible D&D &D skills because I know there's a lot of great Dungeons and Dragons players in this city. Um, so I think it, it's we are all on the same team um, at the end of the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I love that the, the just like we want to build the uh, tri-state, east coast, whatever you want, however you want to like, how big ever you want it. Um, east coast beast coast yeah the the oh. east coast avengers if you will um community when it comes to D D. aren't the um, avengers like, from the east coast i know but it's, it's a joke Dan. Keep, going, keep, going, keep going keep going keep going yeah we're going yeah, we don't even talk about that um <laughs> uh but we want like we want to like like Edit really it out and post. build that build that community and like really make it something special that like everybody like we all like all like the different dnd streams here in new york know each other and work with each other um because that'd be really cool and uh like just a bigger community of nerds which is awesome i just packed off that but more more discussion and you know john Ossif is a, a thrawn fan from star wars so like the bigger community of nerds we create the faster we'll conquer the world so dude <laughs> that's long game though Get on here. <laughs> I have a question about our stream. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, are are we allowed to use language that is uh, would be considered parental advisory on a uh, on, on a musical well. album? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can like yes. I think I'm I'm trying not to like. I usually say the f bomb and the h bomb and all that but like use it like it, it would be an adult i like i personally think we shouldn't be like super vulgar but fuck damn oh, <laughs> buttons <laughs> buttons oh man oh buttons oh, my buttons. ears oh, yeah i mean we can like we can swear like that's fine like just don't 
cool. like I will definitely have you guys know me when I play like when I'm DMing like I have characters yeah. who just every other word is fact. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say there's there's 100% a line and if it's just for the sake of doing it then it's kind of silly but I mean we're we're all adults here. Yeah, we can just feel it, yeah. feel it out. We're not going to we're not going to break any records. We're not Wolf of Wall Street over here but we're people <laughs> yet. <laughs> um anything else anybody else like to add Drew? Uh, sorry, I don't think I, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I have anything. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now let's move on to um, like house rules. And this is like even more of a discussion. Um, so for those of you who don't know about D&D, every DM, every table has house rules. Um, like how you make a character, how like if you get a, a natural 20, which when you roll a die and you roll the highest, it's called a natural 20 for you um, beginners out there. Um, cause it's a 20 sided die. You can roll a one or a 20 and good or bad things happen. Uh, like, what does that mean? Like, so we are, I just wanted to have a discussion about our house rules. And so we can like have a, a record of what our house rules are, um, at least in the beginning. Uh, so, so we can refer back to it, refer back to it. It's like, what was like, you got a natural 20 in this situation. What was our rule for that? Um, and also I will say our goal is to be all in the same, as Hannah said, in the same room. So our goal down the line when it's safe is to all sit at a table together and play. So for uh, just for um, having rules set, if, you're di if you roll your die and it rolls off the table, that, that doesn't count. You have to eat the die. You have to eat it. The die. <laughs> um, no, just re-roll it. Um, that's like one of my rules, my house rules. Um, now, this is one I, I want to ask the group about is character voices. Like, how do we feel about um, if we have like a character voice and speaking out of character voice and what that means? Like, does it hypothetically, if you were to speak out of your character voice, are you speaking out of character or are you just speaking? Does that make sense? I would say uh, that it, it, usually, it, it usually comes from moment to moment. Um, I think there's, it's, it's a bit of a feeling out process because um, sometimes you we, you start talking so much um, and discussing like plans and it becomes more metagaming in a sense mm -hmm. um, because everybody's just like just trying to figure everything out. Um, so I don't know. I think that it, if you have a character voice, it would be good to speak in that manner when you are actually like engaging in role play. Um, and then if you if you need to talk to like the DM or a different player out of context, I don't know, maybe like suddenly switch to like Elizabethan or um That's what I do. What accent yeah. is that? Can you break me off a piece? Oh, oh hello there. No boy. All hello right. dearie. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean Elizabethan witch. I just yeah. meant um. oh, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever start talking like that, Mrs. Doubtfire, it's getting serious. Is that not your character's? Is that not your character's voice? Is that not the tobacco? You don't know. I don't know. Don't That's know. why I'm asking. Oh, hello. He kind of sounds like the wow. The second Madagascar reference, the like the little pygmy <laughs> monkey with King oh. Julian. Like, <laughs> King Julian, I need to show you. Folks he sounds like that watching, guy. 
we really want you to know that this truly only is a it's actually just a madagascar stream yeah fan cast with a with a with a D &D game put on top of it but really all it's meant is for madagascar yeah Um, so if you haven't watched it maybe give it a go give it an old uh an old i'm sorry i have to know who plays the lion in madagascar i forgot who was Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. It is Ben Stiller. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Friend of the show, Ben Stiller. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hey, Ben. I know you're hey, watching out there. Ben, we know um, you're watching. I'll see you this weekend uh, for our social distance uh, hangout in the park. <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. Oh, God. I'm laughing. Uh, Your kids are doing okay. Um, I have a few other rules. Any other, like, discussion on those few rules? Or, like, people, like, do you guys have house rules that you want to talk about? Or... If Chad, if you have house rules you want to share, do we have the house rule um, of like if you are going to go off and do something, attempt to find that something in another character? Does that make sense? Ooh, yeah. Um, I had not it, written that down, but I love that. I actually love that rule. Wait, explain that rule. I don't. Could you want to take? Yeah. That Hannah and explain um, yeah, it's like, well, I think what we discovered playing over Zoom is it's often hard to like it's so easy to just be singular and to just be in your own like space as a character. And like every character has stuff they need to do alone. Great. But if you have that something you need to do alone and you can also find it through someone else, like if it's like, oh, I need to go do this, I'm going to ask somebody to come with me. Or like if somebody goes off to do something, like find like an impetus to go and like to have a conversation and, and commence role playing. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. it's like it makes sense. Yeah, makes be sense. a fan. Yeah, it's like the whole be a yeah. fan of each other's stories. So f- like include as much as much as you can. Don't you know? Yeah, this, you need to go. This and... this uh, this show shouldn't be a converse and a never ending conversation between one person and Woody and then the other person and Woody. Like no, we, we God, need no. to interact with each other and be a be a group. Although because I, I I personally I think that it it boils down to the act, actually like committing to role playing through things um, and like and discussing things as uh, characters and really thinking about like what would my character do in this situation? I would ask this person for help and go do that, or I would ask the whole group for help. Um, you don't. As people, we usually don't just walk away from our group of friends and start doing our own thing. We're we're mostly asking for validation on ninety percent of the time. Less, less you're a um, a ghost. Yes, if you are a ghost, um, what I said does not apply to you. But otherwise, um, most things don't yeah. apply to you if you're a ghost. That's true. Not that I'm a ghost. All right. Um... Um, okay, let's call, let's call it like the buddy system rule. Like, yeah. do you have your exit buddy type thing? Um, cool. All right. Uh, all right. This is just a, a blanket question to you guys. Crit fails in combat. Um, so those of you who don't know what a crit fail is in the stream, if you're new to D&D, it is when, when you roll your D20, which is the dice you roll to kind of decide outcomes in the game. If you roll a one, that is the lowest you can roll. And usually how I play it, and we all want to discuss about this, does that mean you automatically fail and like just forget about modifiers? Or like 
how do you guys want to like any kind of crit fail, I guess, I'm just in combat, like any crit fail, how do we want to approach that? I think crit fails are spicy. And there's so much opportunity to succeed. (laughs) And so in those golden opportunities where we fail, that's where some some interesting spiciness comes into the story. So I'm all for them. I agree. I think fails are important, especially because I I find a lot of times some good comedy comes out of them, first of all. And um, also, it's just like a chance for you to see how a fail can happen and what a fail looks like. So important. Um, So are we cool with like, if you were to crit fail, it is, doesn't matter if you're a rogue and have a plus 15 to your sneak, for some reason you step on a rubber duck and everybody hears you. Yeah, because we all have moments. To be fair though, rogues at some point have a thing where they, they ignore anything below a nine. Oh, that's oh yeah it's they yeah, they have a, a special thing but um so, i think i still think a one if you roll a one as a rogue like how because how i secret fails and i'll put my two cents in is like there's always a chance you can fail there's always a yeah. chance you're like sneaking around and like turn a corner and there's just some dude or dudette or person standing there and just like huh um so that's kind of how i like my brain like even if you are a wizard like a, a sneak wizard like you still, like, like there's a chance you could fuck up. You know what I mean? So yeah, I wish no, that I, every D and D class was um, defined by wizard, and then it's like, like you, like a, a barbarian would be like a rage wizard, and then yeah. barb would be like a music wizard. Yeah, um, a monk is a. You have flip like a, a fist wizard, fist wizard. Flip wizard. For monk. <laughs> yeah. A fist, fist wizard. wizard? A little, yeah, that's fist a wizard. Weird. Need yeah, that, does no, that sounds like a, that sounds like a Saturday night, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we've already agreed. That this is um, so subscribe to our OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> totally kidding. I don't know if I'm allowed to advertise that on Twitch. Well, um, we'll see. All right. So cool. Let's. let's that was the end of our. We can always like if we want to like come back together as a group and be like, hey, this crit fail rule sucks. Let's change it. Happy to do that. I would say. I'm, when it comes to crit failing in um, in combat, I would like for it to be like it like you know how like sometimes you take damage, like you swing your axe and then you you crit fail so you hit your toe or whatever it is. Um, I think that that's fine. I think it should happen every time okay. or uh, none of the time. That's a great question. So like yeah. if hypothetically. Let's say Dan, as his fighter, is fighting a lion um, or hyenas. Let's let's keep it simple. Hyenas, the more the morality for Dan. We are in the Lion King. Let's just say one they have like yeah. they have really funny accents and laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, Whoopi, one, 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 the... one just <laughs>, laughs and never says anything. Um, All right, you try to hit Whoopi. God, this is a Disney fan cast <laughs> night. Um, <laughs> and then Melman the giraffe comes in and goes. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> did you did you Google? Wait, wait, pause. Did you Google the the character names? Because I, for no. the gun to my head, I could not tell you the giraffe was named Melman. Melman, uh, Alex, 
Gloria. Gloria. Uh, uh, who the don? Uh, the zebra is zebra. Oh, 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 oh. Chris Rock. Yes, Chris Rock. I know his name. But... The zebra's name is Chris Rock. Uh, Marty. 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 Thank you. And then there's the penguins, which are the greatest uh, side plot to any movie of all time. Yes. Including uh, Skipper and Private and. Uh, this really uh, is a Madagascar yeah, fan cast. It is, folks. <laughs> That. Have you seen the Penguins uh, <laughs> series? Like the I yes, seen? I watched that it's all the so time. Good. It's so good. Oh my Kwaski, god! Thank you, chat. Kwaski. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious, this chat's coming up. Chat's coming through. Chat's coming through. Wait, is that? Is that? Oh no, I won't ask. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just make my character. A Madagascar character, like totally pivot from the idea I had with him. I mean, King Julian is like many characters you've played, so. See, but I don't <laughs> want to do that. I've thought about that, and for those of you that don't know, I, I'm a bit of a weird human, uh, and I like being a weird human. Uh, <laughs> but, but um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. What were we talking about? Crit. Um, crit fail. So like, so like hypothetically, if <laughs> if if Leonidas was fighting uh like a hyena. And named let's say Whoopi. named Whoopi, um, friend of the show, Whoopi the hyena, uh, <laughs> friend of the show, um, friend and, of the show, and, hyena. and uh, Ryu, Ryu, oh, Jean, Ryu, Ryujin, Ryujin, Ryujin shoots like a crossbow, crit fails, that hits, let's do we say that hits Leonidas? I mean, if we're gonna say that, maybe we roll like a percentage die, and it's like a fifty percent chance because oh, like it doesn't like have to hit. Are you talking about? Are you talking about damage? What are you talking about? The actual attack. Yeah, and something I've done before in our in our games, and for like if like when people have like missed a ranged attack, and there's somebody in melee combat with that attack, sometimes will hit on a crit fail, will hit the ally, and like basically friendly fire is turned on. Um. <laughs> I think that uh, crit fail should have consequences, even if they're, they're tiny. So, like, whatever you as the DM see is like, this could be a good one. Let's see if, like, this happens. I feel like we trust you. Okay. I just, because just for, like, for, like, posterity and we have, we have evidence of this. What if, if you crit fail on, like, an attack and some ally is either within the attack's reach or swing. Maybe it's a, a flip of a coin if it is a consequence for your ally or a consequence for you. Oh, okay. Oh. I like like maybe flips. if it's melee, if it's melee, like maybe you kind of like drop. Yeah, like if, if it's a consequence for you, you you like your your sword gets like dis like goes flying ten feet away from you, and you're like ah. Or if like eh. if it's a consequence for an ally and you're eh. next to somebody, um. You it's, slice their arm off. Yeah, or maybe yeah. maybe we'll do like a D like a, a D three sort of situation, and do like Could a be. consequence for your ally, a consequence for you, or nothing happens. I feel like it. the The danger of these kinds of rules is like it's it's funny until it happens at a yeah. critical moment, and yeah, one of the characters so disappointing. Dies. Oh, but yeah. it's, it'd be so juicy that, if one of you killed the other person. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Hey, think yeah, of it. You're from Italy. Please be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait. No, it's RBS. God, it's warm in here. Um, <laughs> new title: Player Killer. Uh, <laughs> new title: Players of Madagascar. 
the zoo. Parts of Madagascar. Parts um, of Madagascar. Okay, so I, I like that rule. We and like I'll come up with like a full system for it and have it be pretty simple. But it's like kind of a fun like if you crit fail, like especially in combat, there's going to be consequences. So that's kind of, let's say let's just say that's our motto. If you crit fail, there's consequences. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I like that one. Cool. Um, and for those of you who are watching, this is pretty like dry stuff. It's like, but like we, we just wanted to showcase that this is a very important thing when you're having a D&D session. So when you're playing in the middle of it, nobody's confused about like what the rules are. And I just kind of want to promote that for people. If you ever want to try D&D, it's something that you should do. Just, but we understand that it is dry. It's a little boring, but make yeah. fun of us all you want. It's, it's not wet. Mean, hey, this is the best um, loose criticism of the movie Madagascar on the internet. Yeah. I don't think and there's any critic criticism here, in this. If you criticism came from the criticism like, of Madagascar, I have none. Criti I, I, I'm sorry. I mean criticism as in like critiquing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good or bad. Yeah. I think also it's cool. Analyzing. Like, and maybe the people who are in the chat and watching, like every D&D &D group has like a different way mm -hmm. to do like, like prepping. And then also, I guess, aftercare is the best way to, <laughs> to phrase it. Um, where it's like there's so many creative ideas as to how to approach D and D, and we wanted to be as transparent as we could be about how we're approaching it. Yeah. But like we also love other ideas, so if anybody has a really awesome one, please yeah. share. Yeah, and we and we don't want to get into a, like a really bad argument about the rules later on, so we can always refer to this. Yeah, when when, when something video. happens. What he said. But yeah. Amber Stop can't him. die. Amber can't die because Woody said this. Um, Amber, please, uh, please say my name right. Well, said, Amber won't it. die because Woody will come after my character, as per <laughs> usual. Woody has a, a history of trying to kill my character. It's true. Well, and succeeding. Um, and succeeding. <laughs> okay, uh, this. Um, okay, crit fails in combat. We did that one. Character voices did that one. Okay. Oh, uh, just a critical hit. So on the opposite side of crit fails, there is natural twenties, which in combat result in a critical hit. Um, it basically do more damage. Usually, I believe what the rules say in the book is you double view of the dice you roll. So if you roll like two d8s, which are eight-sided die, and get two twos, instead of doing four damage, you do eight damage. So it just works like that. Um, sometimes that can be really disappointing if you only ro roll twos on your damage, because then you just kind of do a little bit of damage on a crit. Um, something that I have seen all over the internet in a way we do crits, and this is a, a question for you guys if you like it, uh, is uh, on a crit, you do, basically you add a second die, and this is going to be a little confusing, but uh, you add a second die of the type and it's full damage. So hypothetically, if you're using um, a rapier, which is the little fending sword, and it does a D8 of damage, you get a crit on it, it would then do um, a full eight points of damage, and then you roll the second die and see what you get. So you are at least doing eight plus your roll plus whatever your modifiers are. Um, yeah, so because it's, it's, it's yeah. a complete killjoy if you roll a natural 20 and then roll and then a one. Roll one. I yeah. think with spells, however, I think that gets a little weird and like doesn't necessarily make spells great. So I like like fireball, if you just add one extra D, D6 or D8, um, 
like Any at full spellcasters. I think uh, that I, we, I, we, I would definitely be okay with saying that like when it comes to actual like martial attacks, it's that. But when it comes to spells, it's we just just double it. Yeah, but when you can do like forty-four damage with Toll the Dead as a, a cleric, yeah. then like, do you need that extra like? You have experience. You know, you know from playing with me and the experience of having me as your wizard that uh, these spells can do some crazy damn things. <laughs> so uh, that's so, a little different. So, I mean, we can we can always change it. These these aren't set in stone. So, do we want to then? If we want to, what I just heard from Hannah and Drew, would we want to expand that to spells as well, where you just add like an extra die at full damage? I feel like that would get a little op at higher level spells. Maybe cantrips. Okay. I don't mind that. Well, yeah, I guess it, it's up to the, the people who are casters. Yeah. I mean, spoiler, the, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not either. <laughs> there's I only there's two me. casters and one of them's and not here. I was gonna say the other one's not here. So. Well then maybe we, we table this discussion table until Sir Champion is here. For Sir, he's he texted me and he is oh he's setting up right now. Oh, oh. Um, I know that yeah. the seven train was having trouble today. Yeah, he takes the seven. Yeah. <laughs> New York talk. We are from New York. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, then let's let's. Uh, I think and we're an hour in, so let's take a break here, like a quick take a like, break, potty a break. ten minute break. I do need to potty like a little boy. Um, <laughs> so let's take a quick How break long? and we'll Five? come right back. Ten. Uh, yeah, let's say, uh, let's say a ten minute break. Let everybody potty, get some snacks, pee. We'll be back at uh, at 7-Eleven. Everyone in the chat, please tell us your favorite Madagascar characters. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's your sweet boy Dungeon Master Woody. I just want to take a moment to thank you all for listening to our podcast. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please give us a follow on all of our social medias. That is at Bards of New York. Uh, Once again, at as in an ampersand in Bards of New York. Also, if you have any friends who you think would enjoy this podcast or our Twitch stream or YouTube or whatnot, please spread the word. Our best form of advertisement is through word of mouth. So if you can give us uh, any sort of shout outs on the social medias, that would be super appreciated. Again, thank you so much for listening and please enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. As you see, uh, technical things that I have to set up. So give me 20 seconds. Um, um, while Dan is setting it up and we're kind of all jumbled about, uh, you'll see Will has now joined us. Will is another one of our bards. Uh, Will, uh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and just kind of say like, however you want to introduce yourself, your pronouns, so on and so forth. And uh, then I'll just ask you some questions about and just kind of catch you up on what we've been talking about while you've been stuck on the seven. Yeah in the most uh, New York entrance to bars of New York, stuck on the subway. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Will, Will Champion. I go by he, him, his. And uh, I've been playing D&D on and off since seventh grade, like third edition in seventh grade, but really uh, emphatically playing it uh, since freshman year of college. So nearly, uh, nearly seven years now. Cool. Awesome. Um, and your pronouns? 
he him his gotcha uh and i'm just going down my list again of all the questions and good stuff um um oh yeah so let's uh i didn't i forgot to ask everybody this let's just i'm gonna do an everybody question one more time uh what's your favorite D, &D class you've either never like never played play doesn't matter just like what's your favorite D, &D class oh. right uh okay i think i for the most part it's sort of like a, a mood thing for me i'm either sorcerer on my good days or warlock on my not so good days and that's the spectrum that i sort of live my life on um i think that's that's as succinct as i can answer that question all right cool uh anybody else popcorn um oh, someone else do yeah dan's dan's working he's he's steaming from his ears i'll go I go for oh. it drew okay um well my favorite was my first which was wizard i had so much fun being a wizard um it was a lot of for me it was a lot of strategy during battles like reading and like looking at stuff before like i could do something and then i was like oh i'm gonna do this and it was something crazy so i think that's what i really love about a wizard um so i think that's my favorite so oh. my i'm partial to monks um and clerics um recently have fallen in love with clerics but i'm excited to fall in love with rogues so you're uh, a rogue maybe maybe not i like i like maybe um, i'm a warforged uh artificer Ooh, you don't know warforge that's cool no all right good to know that's so uh, meta that is pretty meta uh i i really like barbarians uh I'm, I'm, it's kind of uh, that or monks. I'm a big, big monk fan. Um, oh boy. Uh, yeah, but uh, those are kind of my favorite. Yeah, what? I would say that um, my my the favorite character that I've played so far is a monk, um, especially a high level monk. You get crazy shit. Um, I I'm excited though to possibly be casting some spells in this campaign maybe maybe not Ooh. all right um my what favorite did you call oh, what did you shoot. call monks woody fist wizards no kyle kyle that oh, fist wizard. that's, that's a flip wizard the monk is the flip wizard yeah the monk oh, is good. on depending on the time of day is a fist wizard um students uh my favorite characters is a tie either between I play all my characters kind of like a bard, just because that's how I play. Yeah, um, I should say that too. But <laughs> uh, so a bar, I love bards. I love them, and uh, but like I really love wizards, specifically divination wizards. Um, they're my favorite. So those are my favorite characters. Okay, cool. Uh, Will, can you want to, um, to whatever extent you wish, introduce your player? Um, like his pronoun or their pronouns, I should say, um, their pronouns, uh, parentage, uh, and like what they're good at, their skills, and maybe like a fun fact about them. Sure, sure. Uh, their name is Kalias Mia. They were born to to Eladrin. Uh, I think that's how I'll phrase that. Uh, they primarily were going by he, him, his, though they are tiptoeing 
around they them pronouns nowadays uh and generally they're fairly good at uh basic survival skills like hunting in the wild fishing um not too much not too experienced in in uh, a lot of worldly or, or material pursuits uh and a fun fact um fun fact about Callias. Uh, he has never really experienced what it's like looking in a mirror before uh, and as such um, is remarkably rem has a remarkable distaste for mirrors can't trust them do can't wanna, cannot uh, trust them I do you want to say what your race in classes are you I they are darn. they are uh, recently recently um, have discovered powers uh, that they are have no real idea how to deal with. Um, so you'll be seeing a return to my first D&D class ever and the one nearest and dearest to my heart, the Sorcerer. Oh, no. Um, uh, as far as race is concerned, as I said, they were born to Tua Ladrin, living on the outskirts of society. Were is the operative word. So as of yet, race unconfirmed. Wow. Dope. I love it. Um, and just, oh, and then Will. Um, are, you an, are you another cat? Can you be a cat of some sort? Like a, <laughs> we've got we've got a Leonin and we have a Tabaxi. And he's a he's a he's a, a, a jade serpent. Oh. Or is that is maybe that your, like a, is that your furry? Maybe What's like a furry? jade. A I would jade say yeah. cat serpent. I would say my my um. Furry would, or person, my fursona, uh, would actually would be <laughs> my fursona, yeah. Um, my would be scaly as opposed to furry, and I think that it would be a, a jade serpent is a great. What? Just because I don't know, and and I, I'm I I throw no shade towards the furry community. Um, I just love like it's it's really cool. Um, like is scalies like a subsect of it, furries? It is. <laughs> oh. Neat. I would uh, recommend. Uh, there's, there are a couple of videos, educational videos, on that topic. Neato. Um, I would be a topaz bear. Mm. Yeah. What about a? What about like Shelly's? Like if you were like a mollusk. <laughs> like what if I wanted to be a mollusk? Would I be called Shelly? My. Uh, Obviously, my we need to educate stops. ourselves a we little really bit more. Is yeah. what we're learning. <laughs> Chad, if you if you if you so are we'll go to Midwest help for us fest learn more, when we when it's safe uh, again, learn more. Uh, Will Will, what is your uh, who is your favorite character in Madagascar? Oh, that's an important, important question. Oh my, I mean the penguin, head penguin. Thank Come on. you. Come What's on. his name? What's his name? What's his? I've seen that movie twice. Well, then I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Jeez. Okay. Um, William Skipper. Skipper. Oh. Is Kowalski the weird that. one? Kowalski's the Kowalski analysis, and then it's the, the he's the tall one. Rico is the one that has explosives in his mouth, and which one's the the one the weird the crazy one? one is... Yeah. Which one? Uh, which one tap dances? That's the weird one, isn't it? That's private. Private. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's Rico is the one who doesn't speak and puts bombs in his mouth. Kowalski's the smart one. Private is. Uh, private the chat is also awesome. trying is to figure it out. Uh, oh, is Kowalski in charge? 
Am I wrong? Isn't doesn't one of them do like a dance? Like they're like he uh, he has uh, j- jittery feet. That's private. How do you know this? Because I love those penguins. This is like a weirdly encyclopedic knowledge. You have to of, watch. Like, you have self. to watch the series. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, uh, it's another. No, I, I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was private. It. it um, his storyline is like he's he likes to dance, but everybody has to sing uh, in his community. That's um, that's definitely happy feet. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That is happy feet for one. <laughs> Dude, this is a long walk for that uh, joke. Violin, violin <laughs> stuff is right. R- Rico is the brute force. Private's there. I would say <laughs> private's more than there, by the way. Skipper leads, and Kowalski is the analysis. <laughs> I love that the private's description is private's is, there. Is Happy Feet there. the one with Shia LaBeouf? No, Happy <laughs> Is Ewan McGregor my king? No, it's Morgan Shia LaBeouf. Okay, you know what? Okay. We're, we've For gone one, too far. It's Elijah away. Wood. I'm y'all. Oh my I'm God, it is Elijah Wood. I'm thinking you marched the penguins. Come on. All the scenarios trying. I had for our first stream, I did not picture this. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Why was I it's like a metaphor for a D and D campaign? All right, at last, before right? session yeah. one, everyone watched Madagascar, Surfs Up, Happy Feet, and March of the Penguins. And you, Woody, please. And uh, Surf Ninjas. Um. <laughs> okay, Will. Uh, last question before we hit go on to back to the rules. Um, what do you like? We all talked about like what we want out of this campaign for a ourselves as players, and then also our player characters. Um, so, like, what are what do you love about D and D? What do you really want to sink your teeth into? Um, is it a cooking sim? Is it a um, just long form improv? Like, right. or just great combat riddles? All that. What do you love about D and D, and what gets your juices flowing? So. Uh, this is sort of roundabout, but like I got deep into fantasy, like role play, let's call it, through a lot of the Bioware franchise games, mainly the Dragon Age ones. And I think not just those, but they all, all those types of games have the mechanic where you make choices as your character that then affects the world at large. And to me, there's no better version of that than D&D, where not only do you get to escape to a world and make choices within it as a character entirely your own, that then, you know, is a catalyst, your own choices are a catalyst for an evolution of the world that evolves with you, but you get to do that with other people. So it's not just a pre-thought out, like, I'm going to make these choices to make these things happen. It's a group of people all like that you can have banter with and laugh with, but at the end of the day, you are exploring a world for the first time together as a group, making these little chaotic decisions which bloom across the world, causing it to change with you and grow with you as your characters level up and grow. Um, and I think that's the thing I'm most most excited for. And what I keep what brings me back to D D over and over and over again is like watching or assisting in the uh, the growth and the blossoming of a world that will be cultivated by accident through a ragtag group of adventurous actions yeah that's what really well put will you um, you did a better job of that than our impression of you i dread <laughs> to think what that was <laughs> well you can go back and watch it on go back video. and watch it on the street <laughs> all right go ahead Wood. um okay cool so uh we're just gonna go back over the rules that we kind of decided on a just to reiterate on our stream rules um is uh, respect each other and respect the characters 
respect the DM. You don't have to respect the names I come up with. Make fun of them all you want. Who cares? Um, but um, respect everything. And stream, respect everybody. This is a place of respect and love. Uh, invest. Invest in stories. You know this, Will. I say these before every time I play. Um, and then also have fun. And just like we're here to have a good time, make each other laugh, tell fart jokes. That's what D&D sometimes at the end of the day is. Uh, uh, our rules that we have decided on, and if you want to throw in your two cents, Will, please do. Uh, when we are in person or even now, if your die falls off the table, re-roll the die. It does not count. Um, uh, find, if you're going to go off and do something, unless it is, in, is imperative that you do it by yourself, try to find your goals through your other party members, um, especially since we're on Zoom and or uh, nondescript video chat, um, internet video chat. Uh, like it just will make it like let's include the group and it's kind of like that acting like that act, the norm johnson acting rule tattoo like find it through your other yeah um norm johnson was an acting coach i had back in college <laughs> no one cares nobody cares uh nobody cares we um uh we decided for crit crit fails in general and i really like this is there needs to be consequences um, and if it's in combat, it's either consequences for you or consequences for an ally. So like it's and that, that reminds me of like the um, like monster of the week and like powered yeah. by the apocalypse sort of game game sets um, that are really cool where it's like you will, will succeed, but there's a price you have to pay. Yeah. So it kind of I, I like that because it kind of gives us that as um, Hannah said, spicy meet the ball to play with. Um, and then we also touched on uh, crit damage. So rolling natural 20s, uh, we will actually say you are, uh, instead of just doubling the dice, and this, none of this is in stone, um, you get an extra die um, of damage at full. So like say if you're attacking with a rapier or a d8, you get, a, you get basically eight plus whatever you roll plus your modifiers. Great. Um, and then just, this is going to get really confusing, especially for some people who don't know D&D, but if, say, if you're like a rogue or anybody who has multiple types of die, every type of dice gets an extra full dice. So, like, say if, like, whatever damage for some weird reason is a D8, D6, and D4, you get a D8, a D6, and a D4 at full. Right. If you're, like, paladin roguing, you're attacking with a great axe, you've got divine smite and its sneak attack damage or something. Exactly. Some, like, stacking of that. Okay, exactly. That totally works. Mm -hmm. So that's um, it's it's a little confusing, but I think that's a just a better way to kind of have like crits mean more. Yeah. Um, right. All right. Cool. Um, now we're back to ca fully caught up. Uh, what were we talking about before we went on break? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, I don't think we want to go back to it. Did the chat have any? Did have any like... rules that they they've shared with us? Other than don't suck. Yeah, don't suck. Um, Chad, if you have any ideas, please just throw them out and we'll read them. Uh, okay, the the ones on the notes. Oh, character voices. It's kind of a like like what's out of character, what's in character. We just kind of said like let's really try to just stay in character and work through like planning and problems like in character, um, just so it's uh, more interesting that way uh, and more fun. Is anyone uh, doing accents? Um, my brain. I mean, mine's a bit of an accent. 
do you just I'll purr just, in between every sentence? No, no, I'll just give everyone from That's the stream and my friends a little <gasps> intrigue. If you're intrigued at what I will sound like, go give yourself another viewing of Madagascar. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, go give yourself a viewing of of the movie X-Men 3, The Last Stand. And I want you to break us off some, Dan. And, and watch and watch a character called oh, no. Beast. He's played by Kelsey Grammer. And just um, see what happens. I, I was the, worried you were going to say you were imitating the juggernaut and going to swing hard cocky. the juggernaut! <laughs> That's what I was worried about. Well, I should have done that. No, I don't want it. That would be too much on the, <laughs> the chords. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Kelsey Grammer's great, you know? Jeez. Okay. Um, cool. I am going to uh, touch upon an elephant, uh, in my room at least. Um, the resurrection rules, we are going to be using uh, the critical role kind of resurrection rules. Um, uh, I will, like, we're going to, like, love critical role. Like, it's what inspired, uh, partly inspired us to do this. Um, uh, but we were trying to, like, just be our own thing, of course. Uh, love how... said. That being said, how Matt does, Matt Mercer, friend of the show, um, that's not true, uh, does, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Matt Mercer does Resurrection is just so interesting narratively. Um, and it's so fun. And for those of you who don't know it, and hypothetically down the road, if say if uh, Callias bites the big one um, and they needed to resurrect him, there's a spell that can do that. And usually in D&D, you just like pay for the spell, which is like a diamond worth so much money. And they're brought back to life. But there's a much more interesting um, way to do it, which every person, there's like a DC, which is a difficulty check when you roll the D20. And they have to like bring something to the table and like say like, I need you to come back to life because of this. Or I'm going to give this up because you mean more than this item that I have or something like that. Um, and it's, it just kind of gives us all each like a nice character moment, um, within, uh, this crazy, like a death. So, um, and then like, if they, if people like succeed on their, um, offerings, then the, the, it's either an easier check or a harder check, so on and so forth. So it's just a more interesting way to have somebody die and come back. Um, cool. Um, I think that's all the rules that um, I have. I think a, a rule that I had thought of that w that I feel like should be discussed is when it comes to like um, undo. When it comes to you saying that you're going to do something and then realizing that it was a bad idea, do we have to commit to the things that we say? As a I'm DM, as a DM, if you say I do this, um, like it's yeah. like I cast I cast fireball, like. All right, you do it. Like I, I say, if you yeah. say, if you say you do something, you do it. You can't be like, oh no 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 no, never mind. Um, Down with those consequences. Yeah, I think I think there's a couple asterisks, uh, astri, asterisks within that. Um, asteries. Asteries. Uh, ass trees. Uh, because there like say like if if we're oh. using um, whatever like combat thing and somebody couldn't see something or um, like it wasn't loading pro like technology permitted 
at the moment, then yes. But like if we're once we're like at a table together and like you didn't see that one person hiding behind that pillar, that's your problem. That's not my problem. I know I sort of with my players, I, I kind of run it like verbal chess rules. Once something decisive is out of your mouth, you can't take that back. There's no way to unsay something. And if yeah. that was a real scenario in this world, then you know you're sort of you're sort of stuffed. I like of. that. Um, and it kind of, it kind of goes back to the like in your character voice or like in character, like you say it and that's what happens. So I, I like I like keeping that rule like hey it came out of your mouth man. Um, cool I and I love that I'll put that on the notes. Um, does anybody else have any rules they'd like to add? Um, um, oh I was just gonna say uh, violent stuff in the chat said uh, this is a dm thing but giving advantage slash disadvantage for some for how well someone role plays is a neat reward as well oh yeah um yeah. i mean i i for, usually forget i'm usually pretty uh generous with my advantage um uh but i'm that's a good idea and like that's kind of like with the inspiration but inspiration is all i, I often forget about it as a dm um which for those of you who don't know inspiration if like basically at my discretion if i like how somebody's playing i'm like you get inspiration and they get basically a bonus to their role whatever role they have in the future um so i also think a fantasy costco would be a very cool thing yeah that would yeah. Um, it was just a completely thing that i thought of by myself um <laughs> i i have personally coined the phrase oh yeah yeah i love it <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. I'm just writing my notes really quick. Declare it. It it do. It do. It, I guess to, yeah. to that general rules end, I know uh, some of us, um, uh, and I'm really speaking about myself, have uh, in times of dire need in, say, a combat situation, uh, been fairly on both sides of the coin, like rules lawyery, like sometimes I'm like, oh, well, th this, th we have so many, you know, metrics that we need to consider to make sure that thing doesn't happen. Or I'm like, well, I'm jumping out of a tree a hundred feet to hit somebody that they, they should get the extra bludgeoning damage when I hit them with my body. Um, and I guess the question is where on that spectrum do we want to generally aim for? I think, um if there's like a obvious paper trail of like, tr like it's the, as a DM, I'll speak uh, like the, like the mini game within the game where it's like, I want to try to position myself in this combat to get advantage. I, either that is like you're hidden behind something or you're, you're shooting from above or you like have the high ground Anakin, that kind of stuff. Um, like, yes. Like if, if, if there's an obvious paper trail, I'll be like, I'm gonna position myself here to try to get it. Like, even if you say like, I'm gonna position myself over here to try to get a better shot, um, so to speak, uh, then be like, hey, I position myself here. Would I get advantage on the shot? And I would, I'm a pretty pretty lenient dude usually um, then. So it's just kind of like, a if it's just like, oh, do I get advantage because of this? Um, unless it's like obvious, I, I will kind of lean towards no, because usually, you guys will probably like mow over a lot of things you end up fighting, especially like that's just kind of how my campaigns end up working. And I need, that's one thing I work on as a DM. Um, so 
I will say like, if there's a paper trail, yes. If there isn't, and you're just like, do I, I get advantage because of this, right? Then no. Yeah. And the example you make of like falling down the tree um, with your old character, then uh, I would say, yeah, it's advantage, but then you all, but what happened is there was a consequence because right. you also took that damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was you know mutually assured destruction, but yeah, it's all in the past now. <laughs> all in the past. Uh, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, any other rules that uh, we feel or any? Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think for anybody watching who's never played D and D and is interested in it, um, I always believe that like there are so many rules to D and D. And having played it for as long as I've played it, like you still forget them and that's totally okay. And that'll happen with our stream and that'll happen when you play D&D because you're not a, a computer. It's okay to forget rules and have to look them up and have a second to discuss them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, again, rule of cool also exists. Like if I just love what you're doing, I'm going to say, hell yeah. Uh, so like, and again, it kind of comes back to the rule of like, we're here to have fun and like tell a fun story. Like if I wanted like super rules, we'll play board games together. Um, or something like, like we'll play Game of Thrones, the board game and I'll be angry at each other. Marry Mr. Darcy. Marry Mr. Darcy. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> game. Um, this is a slight tangent. That's also something that we would, if in chat, if you want to like talk about it, uh, we also like would love to like if we want to want to see us stream video games, board games, playing with each other, um, uh, in any uh, like fashion. Like, I want to make all the guys play The Sims and do the hundred baby challenge. What's the hundred oh, baby please. challenge? Oh please! Until you're breeding with the avatar of death, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chat and play Sims. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um and we also and like like what, hannah wants what to, is happening uh and like we were talking just like this is future stuff and this is kind of us bloviating is that even a word bloviating mm -hmm. it is Something. now nice um like we would love to like uh hannah we play there's a number of us who play destiny together and hannah does not like first person shooters and we're like you're gonna play destiny with us um, and we thought that'd be a fun thing to do. So if like, that's something that people are into, like, let us know. Um, we just like, we want feedback. It's gonna be mainly a D and D stuff, but if we like expand, that's great. And like excuses for us to play games together. So I don't mind that. None of us nine mind that at all. Um, yeah. Someone, someone asked in the chat, will chat be able to view or partially view full or partial character sheets during this? That is a great question. Um, I think, it, again, we're in the early stages. We're just kind of learning. Um, I would love to get to that point. Uh, and I know that there's, if we use D&D Beyond, there's like a, an extension mm -hmm. that we can have at least our, like our character names and hit points and all that. Um, yeah, like with general you, yeah. stats. Um, Aaron, Anadrell, Anadrell? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Allison. Huh? I, I know who that is. I'm sorry. Oh, dope. Um, yeah, we like we want to get there. It made like we just need to figure it out. Um, there's a lot of things that we're like, oh, let's we want this, but this is our first time ever streaming, so it's a learning curve for us as well. Uh, and if if like we can't have the 
character sheets up here. Maybe we'll have them on like a website, our website that we have um, that's going to go live at some point in the near future that you guys could, that we will keep updated for when yeah. things get leveled up and stuff like that. Short um, answer, I think having, yes. yes. I think having like a, like a small uh, bit of information just to, as like a reference thing would be great. Um, I don't think having a full character sheet um, would be what we do, but I, I, I definitely think it'd be fun to have like a little bit of behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, a, good, a great idea. Um, and yes, we want to work towards that, um, but we're getting our, as I would like to usually say, uh, we, need, we need to get our pants on first. Um, and then we can, oh yeah, oh yeah. And also uh, we have our, our wonderful friend, uh, uh, Delia, who is a professional painter. She Delia is- Rivard. Yeah, Delia Rivard, she's actually in chat right now. She is uh, working on the character art and coming out with just some portraits of every single character. So as we get those, we'll bring them out and show you. Um, I've seen a couple sketches of like a couple characters and they look awesome. She uh, did our logo for us as mm -hmm. well. She also painted our logo um, and she's amazing. And uh, she does take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on blast Delia. She does take commissions. Um, Delia, if you want to like, you, I'm, I'll allow you to throw your, yeah, at um, Ray, Ray Rev, uh, Rivard Dark. She said, oh boy. Delia, <laughs> promote yourself. We love you. We'll, we'll, there we go. Yeah, there we go, yeah. Delia. <laughs> You've only been seeing that handle for like years. That's yeah, fine. You know what? I've never actually said it out loud. So it's Rivard Vark, like an Rivard Vark, but Rivard. Oh. Dip. Okay. Um, what did cool. you just say? Dip. Dip. What does that mean? Like, like, like. like got a dip. You got a dip. It, it's just like an exclamation. Like dip. You know who? You know who also had to dip? Uh, Melman when he felt real worried about. God. His all roads lead back to Madagascar. Um, okay. So final. Uh, before we get to the final uh, <laughs> continent and campaign setting descriptions. Uh, any last uh, thoughts, ideas, feelings from my players, my wonderful friends, um, before we go into the description of the land? Um, go ahead, Will. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I'm not sure if it was mentioned before, but uh, before I arrived, but I am just so excited to see this through. Like, like even sitting here and beginning this and chatting about like the the uh sort of meta nature of it all i am so so excited to sit here and play through this with you guys it's it like is getting to be a little overwhelming and i'm trying to keep it chill but i had to just vocalize that oh yeah all right so i've just got some housekeeping things um because i'm a very type a organized person um so everybody knows who's watching or listening um, if you haven't already found out, we're going to be doing these streams every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and the next sessions, the next one, two, three, four, five sessions are going to be one-on-ones um, with Woody, where you will get to meet each character individually um, as they journey to um, Camden Mesa, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. In that, anything that's, I that's say, all, that's all. And I, and I have a little bit blurb that I'll say as well. So we'll um, be announcing the order um, of that soon, unless what he's going to announce. I, it. I have the order if we want to do it now. 
Um, so we will have the one-on-one. Can I, can I, can I Absolutely, steal this yeah. from you, Han? Um, I do have the one-on-ones order. Uh, it is basically every single character is coming towards um, Camden Mesa, which is the city within um, this kingdom. And I'll give descriptions in a bit. Uh, and every single person through a different amount of time, something happens to them and they're drawn to Camden Mesa and brought together. And each one-on-one is kind of their individual story of how that happens. Uh, so next week, so that would be what, that's the 21st. Wow. Wow. 21st, the 21st of January, Dan will be our first person as Leonidas. Um, and then the ne- that next Thursday, we have Will. The Thursday after that, Drew. And then it's going to be Kyle. And then f- um, bringing um, the caboose is Hannah. Uh, and I've got a great one. um so like so that's that's the order so come watch them they're not gonna be super long so if you guys just want to see like some quick one-on-one dnd that and meet each character individually that's great um and we're super excited for that and then what Uh, we will do if like we want you to to watch all of these but then after they all air we'll put them up on youtube and kind of like a super cut um, so you can share them with your friends if, if they don't want to watch hours and hours, but they want to get into it. And so that's just so like, you know, that that's on the horizon and we're also for the, us. We're, yeah, and we also... will be putting it up on a podcast feed as well. Um, yeah. so just, uh, if you follow us on Instagram and, um, Twitter, that's probably where you're going to find out the most right now and keep updated and know what, what's happening. Uh, and if you follow us on Twitter once in a while, you'll get a couple updates about Madagascar. Okay. <laughs> updates? Will, Will, is, <laughs> Will is loving this already. It is my favorite thing. My favorite oh, thing. God. Um, all right, cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, Dan, I know you did some stuff. Or was that the Madagascar? I was going to say the podcast show? thing, but Hannah. Yeah. Um, so we are so people who like if you don't or if you have friends who like don't use Twitch, um, uh, like we are looking to get it out on YouTube, get it out on um, multiple podcasting platforms. Uh, again, we're just kind of learning as we go, so it's just going to be a little bit of a process. Uh, oh, oh, I will say, I will say from a Twitch aspect, uh, for those of you that are watching right now, if you could do us the grand favor and give us a follow um that that will that is the little heart that you see it says follow doesn't cost you a dime to follow us and it would uh greatly help us and it will also tell you when we go live as soon as we go live it will pop up on your phone or your tablet or computer uh and uh you will know small fridge and small fridge small well never mind damn it alexa device yeah, thank smart you. Fr- small fridge. It'll it'll pop up on your small <laughs> fridge, um, and uh, uh, that would be really nice, and we'd appreciate it, and uh, that would be stupendous. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just and we have all our socials right there on through Twitch, and follow us on Instagram. We're pretty active there, um, and we'll keep you guys updated when everything's happening, and interact with us there. We um, can't wait to start this thing. Um, and if anybody else has anything else to say, um, without, I'll go into the descriptions of the kind of the beginning setting of the campaign.
All right. All right. Hopefully I can read this correctly. I'm ready for a word picture. Um, down over here so I can actually read it. All right. The story begins in the continent of Cordia. The vast continent stretches over great peaks, plains, deserts, and mysterious woodlands. From the Egeri Oceans in the west to the Elysian Abyss to the east, the land is as varied as the people who inhabit, the, who inhabit it. From the bustling kingdom, isolated corners that maybe even the gods themselves have forgotten. For those who have the pension for adventure, they don't have to look far to find us to pledge for or ancient mysteries to discover. Our characters begin within one of two kingdoms. The first, called the United Territories of Armania, or as the locals like to call it, simply the Arm. It is one of the most isolated kingdoms within Cordia, split up into three provinces. The high seat of Armania is the golden city of Nibu, a bustling trade port um, with ships coming from all over. The next province, as you head north up the western coast of the Arm, is the shining jewel of the industry. Um, nestled on a cliff is the city of Camden Mesa, looking out over the, wa the western waters of the uh, is, is Lan, is Lan, sorry, Aslan Abyss. The final province is mostly a province in name and stature. There is no official governing body that speaks for it. However, it commands attention, so it makes the list. The gleaming wastes, a sea of dunes, cliffs, rock, and a true wilderness holding some of the oldest mysteries that Cordia has to offer. The next kingdom is affectionately called the Amber Kingdom. It is a collection of green hills and farms and orchards that stretch out as far as the eye can see. It is Cordia's breadbasket. It is often referred to as the Amber Cascades or simply the Cascades. The anointed capital sits within Cordia's largest city, Marvelhold, a city um, shaped like the star, a star. It is often considered the crossroads of Cordia. To the south, there is the center of Elgin, elven culture within this continent, um, within the Duchy of the Verdant Expanse. Sharing, and then if you move further east, sharing a border with the United Territories of Armania is the Duchy of Revan. Many a ghost story is centered around Revan's extensive, extensive systems of necropoli. As to the truth of the stories, I cannot confirm nor deny. Our lone wanderers will find themselves pulled together, be it by fate, necessity, or simple coincidence. There's a great challenge around every corner of Cordia, and even greater glory for those who deem to conquer them. Dun, 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 dun. That's it. Necessity? Huh? Necessity? I did say necessity. Okay, I'm a child. Um, so folks, 
uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that out in post. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, thank you for sticking with us for these two hours. Uh, we love you so much for hanging with us, and we cannot wait to start this journey with you. Uh, please, 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 please uh, spread the word out. Uh, we are really want to encourage word of mouth. Uh, follow us on Instagram, as we said. Share it to your friends who you think would be into this. Um, this is probably the most uh, dry session we'll have. So, um, unless we're in a desert, uh, that's, or if um, we're if we're not, we'll be in the jungle where it's wet, and then it would be a wet session. Some home, this is why Woody's the DM. <laughs> <laughs> um so please just, just spread the word let everybody know about us and uh does anybody else have anything else they'd like to add just excited really see you next week next thursday at 6 yeah. p.m eastern yep me and dan are gonna go on a little adventure together fuck yeah <laughs> excited for my antics about oh it's gonna be goofy <laughs> Um, okay. thank you all so much for hanging with us we love you so much and we can't wait to see you next week see y'all later catch Bards of New York every Thursday at 6pm Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Bards of New York or catch us Mondays on YouTube or in podcast form thank you thank you